Are you between a rock and a hard place? Are you not sure if you're a sinner or a saint? Do you think you've lost your salvation? Let me take you to the New King James Version. In the book of Matthew, chapter 18, verses 12 through 14, and Jesus says, What do you think? If a man has a hundred sheep and one of them goes astray, does he not leave the ninety-nine and go to the mountains to seek the one that is strained? And if he should find it, assuredly, I say to you, he rejoices more over that sheep than over the 99 that did not go astray. Welcome to Save the Lost at All Costs, hosted by Save the Lost at All Cost Inc., featuring your sister in Christ and humble servant of the Lord, Nina S. Griffin. Good afternoon. You're listening to Sister Nina S. Griffin, and we are on Save the Lost at All Costs. We're going to open up the phone lines right away. If you are local, you will dial 702-650-5588. Again, 702-650-5588 to join in on our discussion. If you're calling outside the Las Vegas area, we have a toll-free number for you, which is 800-366-8883. I say again, 800-366-8883. We are being streamed from KKVV's website. Their call number is 1060 AM and 100.1 on the FM dial with a website address of being www.kkvv.com. Hello and God bless. Pastor Terry and I are waving to you. We're also being streamed live from K, uh, Save the Loss at All Costs' website, and our web address is www.savethelosslv.org. If you have missed any of our previous broadcasts, we encourage you to go to uh, our website, look for weekly radio archives, select the date that you like to listen to, or any of them that you like to listen to. As the Spirit leads you, the gospel is always free on our watch. If you have an Apple device, we are also being archived for free on iTunes. Again, the gospel is free on our watch there as well. Now, if you have a cell phone, most of you do, I really encourage you to lock in this number under your phone contacts. It's 605-313-0630. You can listen to KKVV anytime you like. You can listen to Save the Lost at All Costs right now. Again, let me give you that cell number, 605-313-0630. It only works in the United States. Man of God, Pastor Terry, some say Pastor T, some say Pastor Joe, but he's always Pastor Terry to me. And how are you, man of God? I'm great. Uh, Any day I wake up, it's a good day. Amen. I'll take that. And, and uh, I understand that you are in the worship environment, and uh, Minister Valisa brought the word over at uh, your wonderful uh, house of worship at this time, New Amen. Bethel Baptist Church. Amen, amen, amen. She did, and she she brought a solid message. Amen. And I think for some of the congregants, it might have been a little bit more moot, uh, meat than, than they could <laughs> chew. I understand. And, um, but... Uh, significant and important uh, element, I believe, you know, for the believer. One of the things that I know it challenged them to do is spend more time in the Word of God. Praise God. Amen. All righty. Well, we have our Greek word for today, and it comes out of Strong's G4102. Again, Strong's G4102, and it is pitis, P-I-S-T-I-S. 
And again, that is P I S T I S Pitis. And you know what it means, Pastor? It means faith,、mm-hmm. conviction of the truth of anything, belief in the New Testament of a conviction or belief respecting man's relationship to God and divine things, generally with the included idea of trust and holy favor born of flesh, and joined with it relating to God, which would be faith. Amen. So that's our word for today. It, Now, it's actually pronounced pistis. Pistis. Yes. Okay. So I think I said that, but、uh, if you want to say it again, I think I got that. But we got it again. Amen. So our topic for today is don't be scared. Again, our topic for today is don't be scared. Some of you know, and some of you don't. So I'm going to make the announcement, so all of you will know. Next week will be my last time airing on KKVV 1060. Uh, this uh, and uh, also FM 100.1 FM. This has been、uh, not necessarily an easy decision, but God has spoken, and I have to be in agreement with God's will. Some of you don't know, but I have been on the airwaves in the Las Vegas community for 14 years, Pastor. Amen. I first started in 2004 with my wonderful sister in Christ, Minister Rachel, and、uh, we were on a, a AM station, and it was mainly to help business owners. Uh, retain and win back their customers, but you know, Pastor, the Holy Spirit stepped in, and we started talking a lot about God and relationship with God. And the radio station said that's not the format; you cannot talk about you know things of that nature、mm. on this station. So we were obedient to the Holy Spirit, and we left. We left in good standing, but we definitely had、uh, knocked down some doors there.、Uh, we were the first of our kind. To actually、uh, break the barrier over there,、Amen. so、uh, it was wonderful to be able to do that. And then,、um, you know, the owner here、uh, was very gracious and giving us a shot, and uh, we uh, appreciate that because he didn't have to, but he did. So、uh, he let us come.、Uh, he had open arms, and、uh, we started on this station in 2005、uh, at、uh, this same time, and with. The banner, save the lost at all costs,、Amen. because that's what has been important. So for 14 years,、uh, God has given me an assignment. He has given me that banner, and、uh, whenever you get any kind of news, good, bad, or indifferent, you should respond with thanksgiving. Amen. And Amen. you should be grateful. So I appreciate all the time that God has given me, and the reason why I'm here, and the reason why I do what I do, is because I love people. Amen. And I care about people, and I care about the thing that's most important is your eternal soul. Amen. Because that's the best gift that I can give to you is tell you about the one that made all the difference in my life. Not only was I willing to give up my time, I was willing to let some people go. I was willing to invest, you know, my own finances and resources.、Uh, commit to being、uh, taught by you, Pastor, because this radio ministry brought us together. Amen. So I'm eternally grateful, you know, for that because I know that you will be, you know, my mentor.、Uh, you will also be teaching me, and probably until you know you and I leave this earth. Amen. 
So uh, I thank God that it brought me your wife, that I have a sister and a first lady. It brought me your children. You know, I have, you know, spiritual sisters and brothers, and I have people that I can learn from and love and care for and pray for. It increased my prayer life, Pastor. Uh, this assignment uh, let me know that I had to take a stance uh, I could not waver. I could not be a lukewarm Christian Amen. and do this assignment. Uh, it made sure that I prioritize and trust and believe uh, this was a big priority in my life to care for people. Uh, Pastor, uh, there was a time when you weren't feeling so well and you had Amen. to make a decision as to who was going to be able to do what was needed to done to be done because God had given you assignment to be a shepherd. Amen. And I know that this assignment helped you make a decision because you could actually see if I had the dedication, uh, if I was willing to be uh, mentored, if I could be humble, if I could uh, be able to take constructive criticism. Uh, could I? be able to withstand when I was being challenged. See, when you open up this, these, these mics and this telephone, you don't know who's calling on the other side. You have no idea what they're calling about, who sent them. Uh, and you got to be able to respond. You got to be ready, you know, in season and out of season. So doing something live is totally doing something different. That's pre-recorded because I am totally uh, at the mercy of the Holy spirit. Amen. And the Holy Spirit will bear witness. This this is not a pretend thing. This is not about uh, seeing, you know, how you can become famous. You know, if anything, you know, it will cause, uh, you know, people sometimes to persecute you. Amen. Because Amen. you're doing God's work and you're bold. And, you know, and, I, and I'm a woman, you know, but I'm a daughter of Christ first. So don't get it twisted. I represent the most high God. So, you know, don't don't let the exterior fool you because it's the spirit that's in me that allows me to do the work. And a lot of people have been called, but they have not been chosen. Amen. You know, it's it's a Amen. total different thing Amen. because a lot of times people call themselves. Amen. So, uh, Pastor, uh, you've seen me. Uh, you have. I don't want you to be biased now. <laughs> And you have uh, been pastoring for a while. You're not new to pastoring. And you have pastored in a lot of different types of communities, some that may be considered well-to-do and some that people uh, didn't mind running a stop sign through to get to get out of it. Amen. Amen. <laughs> so I want to share just a little bit of scripture. Then, Pastor, I'm going to turn it over to you. Amen. So, again, our topic for today is don't be scared. So we're going to go to the book of Luke and we're going to go to uh, Luke 24, which is going to be the last chapter in Luke. And I'm going to read about three verses and then we'll uh, have a discussion about it. So verse 50. And again, I'm in the New King James Version and the word of God says this. And he led them out as far as Bethany. And he lifted up his hands and blessed them. 51. Now it came to pass while he blessed them that he was parted from them and carried up into heaven. 52. And they worshiped him and returned to Jerusalem with great joy. 53. And were continually in the temple praising and blessing God. Amen. So, Pastor, I am going to continually worship 
and praise God and be at my post. Amen. This is not a reason for me to decrease. It's a reason for me to increase because I can say unequivocally, this assignment has brought me closer to God. Uh, it has solidified that he is, you know, the head of my life and that I'm going to be wherever he is. No doubt. Amen. And if it means that, you know, I make friendship with a cactus and I'm out in that desert, I'll be with that cactus until he says otherwise. But I made up my mind, Pastor, that I'm going to serve the Lord at all times. And it doesn't mean that it has to be in a specific location or a specific assignment. What it means is that if he's in it, I'm willing to go and do what he's called me to do. So I wanted to share that scripture because it said they were continually in the temple and praising and blessing God. But what's important is that he has ascended and the prophecy has been fulfilled according to that. And that was no reason for them not to stop. Amen. Amen. And, and after he left, you know, Jerusalem got even more hostile. Because it wasn't too much longer uh, where a lot of the uh, apostles, disciples, uh, were martyred. Amen. Amen. So uh, that's where I am, Pastor, that uh, I'm going to continue to do what God has called me to do. Well, praise God. You know, I want to speak to the listening audience. And the first thing that I want to point out and make very clear is it was later in the year in 2005 when I came as a guest on the show we didn't know each other we were introduced by a third party and when I came to that first show God spoke after that show was over, and I believe he spoke to you as well as he spoke to me. And that's where this union began. I want the listening audience to understand how significant and how important it is for this show to remain on the air. There are people who probably don't know that this show is not financed by some sponsor outside of your bank account. And they may not be aware of that. I remember when we came together, the first question I asked you was who's sponsoring the show and why when you are doing the show and it's live, like you said, when you make a statement, or you make some kind of comment, if you're not right, you can't take it back. No, no, I can't. And we got calls, and we didn't always get friendly calls. Yeah. Believe me, I know. I mean, we've got calls that where folks were uh, cursing us, and we got calls where people uh, were insinuating that we were uh, back-end communist or even uh, those who are of Islamic faith. And when Obama was running for office and, you know, we, we, we got a lot of negative calls. But I want the listening audience to understand that you're not doing this for money. 
as a matter of fact, you're spending your money to keep it on the air. And you know what? I know that we have enough listeners. If we don't have any listeners outside of the Las Vegas area, we have enough listeners in the Las Vegas area to contribute to this ministry so that it can stay on the air and you're not trying to make a decision in paying your rent or paying the radio station so that you can keep a station uh, with a program that I believe is probably one of the most popular locally. And you said it earlier that you came forth, God bestowed this, just not the opportunity but the responsibility of bringing the gospel to people and bringing it to them at no charge. I realize there are listeners sitting at home who aren't able to be mobile. They can't go to a worship service. They don't have the means. And if they could get to it, Maybe it's too cumbersome for them to try and do so because of some type of physical disability or whatever the case may be. There are people out there grieving at the news that this show will be going off the air. And to me, there's somebody out there that I believe could keep this show on the air if they'd be willing to make a contribution for that purpose and that purpose alone. So I wanted to just set the record straight for those who are listening that I believe that this show is serving a purpose for various groups. One of those groups being people that they look to get fed at 3.02 every Sunday, 3.02 p.m. from Save the Loss at All Costs. They look for relevant topics that can be supported by Scripture. And they get this because you have been bringing it to them at your cost. You didn't mention when we came on today that you haven't really worked a full-time job in how long? About 18 months. Now, that is a very high hurdle to leap. And I know for a fact that all this time, there's been some folks that made some contribution to help to finance the show, but not nearly enough to offset the expense. And if I was in a position, I would pay for the show myself. But you know, I just went back to work for the school district, and the way these kids are acting today, I'm having second thoughts about even doing that. I'm saying to the listening audience, the ones who really care for other people, the ones who really care if the unadulterated word of God goes forth or not, that they step up and make a sacrifice so that this show can continue being aired. Well, the thing is, Pastor, you know, it's not just, you know, my radio ministry, but it's just good, effective ministry, period. You know, this radio station uh, is is struggling. 
And you no, know, this is the vehicle that really cares about people. You know what I Amen. mean? Because they could play a lot of music. Right. Uh, they could do a lot of other stuff. But they really care that people are getting the word of God. Amen. And they provide an open format that you can have a conversation, you know, with the host. Because at the end of the day, we're in the soul saving business, Pastor. Amen. And most worship environments, you cannot interact with the person who's bringing the message. Right. And then some people, uh, they just don't go to Bible stu- study. So they just listen to people and there's no, you know, interaction. There's no, uh, I have a question. Uh, a lot of people, you know, they just don't know what to ask because they've heard so much. Exactly. And when you get to the point you have any questions, they're like, I, I, I don't know, you know, what to ask, you know, to tell you the truth. So this is why we try to make ourselves available. I'm interested in having a personal relationship. Amen. Because I think that's important. And this is what uh, my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ has done and has always done. He made it personal. It wasn't religion. It was personal. So, and I don't knock people who are on Facebook. I don't knock people who are on Twitter. I don't knock people who are on Instagram. That might work for you, but that's not what the Lord gave me. Amen. You know, he told me, you know, to get to know people, to be accountable, that, you know, we should have an intimacy. We should be able to ask questions of one another because it denotes relationship. It denotes accountability. Now, Pastor, uh, you and I, it may seem that we don't always agree, but I know one thing. We want the same thing. Absolutely. We want people to have a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. Absolutely. We want people not to have sin taking over their lives and controlling them. And people got saved as a result of this show and uh, our coming together. You know, uh, I can just think of uh, two people that I believe were two of the most important people in your life, aside from your mother and, you know, your siblings and even your son mm-hmm. and your grandchild. Mm-hmm. And and that was your dad and your stepdad. Amen. You know, um, those and, two. And my dad came on the air with us plenty of times. Th- those two men, just being at my post, making myself available, and just simply doing what God has commissioned me to do. Amen. And he's commissioned every believer to do it. Yes, he has. Not all of us are doing it. Yeah, we talked about that last week. Mm -hmm. But having the opportunity to lead those two men to Christ, and of course they weren't any spring chickens and they'd been around the block a few times. No, they were in their 80s. That's just an example right there. You know, the thing is, is that there are people that you and I may never see in life that has listened to this show. They've called, they've shared their sentiments, and they've told us how it impacted their lives. We may never see them face to face. And we have a heart for the brothers and sisters who are in recovery. Amen. You know, it's, it's important, and we have brought them onto the radio ministry. 
And, uh, you know, some of them have uh, gone and come back, gone and come back. And sometimes, you know, they don't come back. But that wasn't the reason why we were doing it. That's right. We were doing it because that's what we were supposed to do. Right. And and I thank God for that because, you know, when you meet people where they really are, Pastor, it's going to reveal a lot about who you are. Amen. And there were some things that, uh, you know, I had, you know, thought that uh, that was the right position to have. But working with people, really people who are at a near-death stage more often than not, Pastor, it shows you what's really important. Isn't that what Jesus did, though? Yes. He met people right where they were. Yes. He he didn't go to the communities and to the spots where there were affluent individuals who had it all together. Yeah. He met people right where they were. Uh, they could be, you know, in the hood. Uh, they could be prostitutes, whoremongers, thieves, liars. Suffering from mental illness. He, he met them right where they were mm-hmm. and brought them up where they needed to be. Right. And that's what I believe we've been doing the the course that this show have taken on, and there was a time, like you pointed out earlier, where I wasn't feeling well and I wasn't here. I, I'm back more now than yes, yes during that time. But God has strengthened me. Amen. For a while, I, I didn't think I was going to really be around too long. But, but but strengthen you to where you even are partnering with another ministry right. and teaching Bible study. Absolutely. Th- Absolutely. That that is amazing. And in the Clark County School District, helping our children, high school children. And um what a task. And and a lot of us as parents, pastor, have been derelict on our duties. We have uh sent our children to school and they're not prepared. Amen. Amen. Well you know where where you were reading you I was know, in Luke 24. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It hadn't been long prior to where you read that the resurrection had occurred. There was a number of things that had happened. Uh, these men that he was addressing, we would be right to label them apostles. Mm-hmm. They were going to be carrying a message. That was the most important message anybody could carry. And the truth of the matter is not all of them were convinced. Right. They were not all convinced of he being the one who would redeem the world. They weren't convinced. Not all of them. They were still questioning whether it was even him. That had risen. Well, if we go to Mark uh, 16, Pastor, and if we look at verse 14, it goes to what you're saying. Amen. So why don't you read that? Mark 16, let's look at verse 14. I'm reading from the New King James Version. Later he appeared to the eleven as they sat at the table. And he rebuked their unbelief and hardness of heart because they did not believe those who had seen him 
after he had risen. And we know that it's over 500 people that have seen him. Right, right. And these are his own. Yeah. These are the ones that he hand-selected. If anybody should have believed, it should have been these guys. Right, and they, they were with him for three years. Amen. Day and night. And, of course, that what you mentioned about the 500, anybody that's listening, if they're, you know, questioning where that come from is first corinthians 15 mm-hmm. chapter 15 i was looking at when when we look at uh, luke 24 and mm-hmm. 49 mm-hmm. it reads behold i send the promise of my father upon you but tarry in the city of jerusalem until you are endued with power from on high the word endued there uh, coming from the Greek word in duo, which means to be wrapped up. If we go over to Acts chapter 1. And that was Jesus speaking, correct? Absolutely. Okay, so you said Acts chapter 1. Yeah, we right? go to Acts chapter 1, and we read five verses. We're going to start at verse 4. All right. And being assembled together with them, he commanded them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father which he said, you have heard from me. And he's referring to what had been stated in Luke 24, okay. 49. Okay. And he went on to say in verse 5, For John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. Verse 6, Therefore, when they had come together, they asked him, saying, Lord, will you at this time restore the kingdom to Israel? Verse 7, And he said to them, It is not for you to know the time, to know times or seasons which the Father has put in his own authority. Verse 8, But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in all Judea, and Samaria, and to the end of the earth. Sometimes we can get caught up in the things that is not our business. It wasn't their business to know about the restoration of Israel, or or, or restoring the kingdom to Israel. Matter of fact, that wasn't the plan. That wasn't the plan at all. The plan was exactly what he had told them to do in Luke twenty four forty nine. Wait until you receive, and of course, the word power there is is, is the word uh, that we get uh, dynamite from, dunamis, mm-hmm. might or ability, mm-hmm. versus uh, the one that's in the Gospel of Saint John one and twelve, which is exousia, which uh, denotes authority. This one is about having the necessary might and ability to carry out the mission. People need to understand that carrying the message of the gospel and ministering is not easy. It might look easy. It might sound easy. (laughs) But people are losing their heads in different parts of this world just by carrying the message of the gospel of Jesus Christ. It is not an easy task to do. And another thing that people need to get in touch with is that ministry costs money. Amen. 
Well, you know, the thing is, is when they listen to the opening of the the radio ministry, Pastor, uh, we take it from Luke chapter 15. Amen. And we look at verse 4. And, uh, again, we're in the New Testament, and the name of uh, our topic today is Don't Be Scared. Uh, verse 15, verse 4. You mean chapter 15? Yeah, chapter 15, verse 4. I got it. Okay. And the Word of God says this, and this is Jesus speaking. Mm-hmm. What man of you having a hundred sheep, if he loses one of them, does not leave the ninety-nine in the wilderness and go after the one which is lost until he finds it? Five, and when he has found it, he lays it on his shoulders, rejoicing. Six, and when he comes home, he calls together his friends and neighbors, saying to them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep which was lost. Mm -hmm. Seven, I say to you that likewise there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over Ninety-nine just persons who need no repentance. Mm. That's it. Didn't say nothing about the condition of that lost sheep. No. So you know that's what it is for me, and uh, I do believe, Pastor, in my heart of hearts, that we have brought at least one into the kingdom. Absolutely. And uh, I'm very honored to to know that I can stand before the Lord Jesus Christ and know that. Lord, I believed you when you said that because this was the motivation that we needed to be able to bring this ministry to this radio station. Amen. And we could have been on different radio stations, but this was the one that the Lord said that we needed to go on. Amen. And this radio station has done a lot, Pastor. Uh, They've added an FM dial. They have it to where you can listen uh, to the radio ministries that are presented on mobile devices. You can go online. You can look at, you know, the uh, host as they're hosting in real time. Uh, And then they have a cell phone that you can dial into a number that works in the United States. Uh, That's that's tremendous. Amen. Amen. So, you know, I know one thing about KKVV. Uh, is that they put the money into making sure that the listener has every opportunity to listen. You can come down here and talk to the general manager. You can meet uh, the engineers and the people who make it happen, the secretary, uh, everybody. Because, you know, the thing is, it's not just the hosts that do this. This is a whole family committed to the kingdom of God. Amen. And uh, it's not about, you know, luxury. It's about being available to the people. Amen. So I appreciate that. And then they have other languages. And then, you know, these are people who come out of the community. So you can actually see how they're walking and they're talking. Amen. You know, the thing is, at the end of the day, you should be able to put your man or woman of God that you entrust with your learning, your family's learning. Mm-hmm. And spiritual care, put it to, to, to put them to the test. Amen. What are they doing? How are they living? Can I be in a relationship with them? You know, can I uh, really consider them family? Because if you don't have access to your man or woman of God, then what kind of family is that? Amen. I, I can only speak for myself, Pastor. But anybody that I call family, I have a direct access to them. That's right. 
There's nothing that they would uh, not allow me to be a part of. You know, there's there's no distance family. You know, pastor, you you're my family. You just happen to be my pastor. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Because uh, you know, I don't want people to feel any kind of different way. Who you see us here are. That's how we are. That's right. We're not different. That's right. That's you know, right. I'm I'm Sister Nina all the time. Now you like to call me Minister, but I say I'm a sister. You know, the reason why I don't want anybody to feel that there's any kind of uh, barrier. And most people are open to a sister. But see, when you're a minister of God, it requires something. And a lot of people uh, want to lump, you know, radio stations or hosts or churches, pastors into things that are perverted. Because they see a lot of perversion out there. And I can understand that they would be cautious. And you should be cautious. Amen. But test me. You know, test the pastor. Put us to the test. We don't have any problem with that. That's right. Because if you really take the time to study and learn and see who people are like you do to buy a car or a house, you might get a better pastor. You may get a better person who's providing spiritual care to you but if you just like things that are shiny that are new that's right that have a, a lot of numbers and a lot of you know uh things that have you to the bling, point bling. where you're yeah bling bling or maybe you suffer from being overstimulated hmm. and you're too busy uh just wanting to have itchy ears but see for us to be able to do this ministry and do it right you have to understand we have to answer to the Lord Jesus Christ about that. I got enough things to stand in the line about. I don't I don't need, <laughs> you know, to uh take what he's doing and uh uh be really really a false teacher. That that's an abomination, man of God. Amen. You know, Amen. I can't associate myself with the Lord Jesus Christ and be an abomination, you know, be a reprobate. I'm not going to do that. That's why I make sure that I have you where I make sure that I'm learning, that I'm being mentored, that, you know, if I need correction, I'm being corrected. I'm speaking in real time. People can see, you know, I don't put on any airs or anything like that. My number does work. We give it out. You know, you can call, you can look at the state of Nevada to see if we're in good standing. You can check us out at IRS. I have no do, problem with do that. You rem, do you I'm recall? A, I'm accountable. Do you recall when there was uh, several calls that we were getting, and we were getting them from different callers, questioning what gave you the authority to host a show like this and you weren't a minister? Do you remember that? Sure. I remember that. And so God spoke to me, and this was during a time that um, – Community Bible Fellowship Church was actively, uh, you know, in operation. And I, I told you, I said, well, you know, God put it on my heart to license you because many of the people who are questioning your authority, they're not even on your level. And if anybody God called, he called you. I can see that. You would probably the best student that I've ever had in uh, 30 years because I've been in ministry that long and I've sat under 
I've had teachers, and I still have teachers. I'm a student first, Amen. then a teacher. And there are individuals who don't care for me, but they don't really have a legitimate reason. Amen. That's the thing. It don't bother me that people don't like me as long as I don't give them a legitimate reason. Amen. But I am going to walk in the way of the word and I'm going to do it based on what scripture has shown me, not based on tradition. Mm -hmm. And a lot of what we see going on, especially in this city, is based on tradition. It does not hold the depth and weight of the word of God. And that concerns me. And when we have a show like this where Mm -hmm. we aren't afraid to tackle any topic or any subject matter because we do deal with current events. Amen, we do. And we don't just do it based on our opinion, but we use scripture to support whatever we address. And we do it, I believe, efficiently. Well, we don't want people to be weak. Amen. We want people to be aware. You know, I would love for people to have the Berean spirit. Amen. When you listen to somebody minister, when you listen to somebody teach, and they're presenting the gospel, or they're presenting the word of God, then make sure what they're saying lines up with scripture. Call it into question. And there should be able to be a healthy debate. I can imagine what it was like to be at the table with Jesus, and he was teaching. Because I'm sure some of the disciples had some far out stuff. Oh, absolutely. Because there were so many different types of doctrine. One time they said, what could this mean? <laughs> <laughs> that was going around. You know what I mean? And he and he, he told them, he said, I'm not always going to be with you. Amen. So it was important to get it. And pastor, that was one of your things. You know what I mean? Uh, when you were, uh, you know, dealing with some health issues, you say, I may not be here, but you have got to get this. Amen. Amen. I, I'm, I'm expecting you to get this. You got to be able to do what it is. And matter of fact, are you willing to do it? Uh, see, yeah, right. see, that was the main thing. Are you willing to do it? Right, right. And it's not based on what it feels like. Exactly. You have to have a committed spirit to this. Do you have a desire? And I have a desire. But I have a desire more to do what the will of God is. And I understand that missions can change, assignments can change, uh, people can be called home, uh, people will have different assignments, and some people's assignment may be sickness. And people say, well, how can it be that? Because you cannot waste your sickness. You can still lead people to Christ. Amen. Amen. You can still lead people to Christ and you're underemployed. Right. You can still lead people to Christ and you don't know what your next assignment is. That's right. You could still lead people to Christ and things may not be uh, going well in the worship environment. And any day we don't right. know when it's our time. In Hebrews 9.27 says, As it is appointed unto man once to die, then cometh the judgment. None of us know when our appointment is, is, is due. And the thing is, is that perilous times or uncertain times or trials and tribulations is no reason for your faith to decrease. It should increase because it goes along with the revelation of the Lord Jesus Christ from Genesis to Revelation. Uh-huh. This should not catch anybody by surprise. 
Amen. Amen. What's happening? And if it can't happen to his children, then how are we going to be effective to those who aren't? Right. See, I need to be able to go out there with a testimony and say, I know what it feels like to have a house foreclosed on. Mm-hmm. Amen. I know what unemployment is and underemployment is like. I know what it is to to watch people that you love and care about, you know, die from a very painful illness. I know what it's like to have not one brother, but two brothers that uh, had serious drug problems and were incarcerated and never got help, you know, for it. Mm-hmm. I, I know what it is to go visit people uh, who are incarcerated, who are good people. Amen. Amen. And that when they come home still to be a support system. You know, I know what it is to deal with grieving people. I know what it is to uh, be a volunteer in hospice. I've seen people die. I've seen people take their last breath. And it wasn't a reason for me not to minister stronger, Pastor. Uh, we've had to do uh, home going services. We've had to do funerals Amen. because sometimes you don't know if the person uh, has a relationship or not. But you still be there for the family. It's not a reason not to be there with the family. We've helped plenty of people who did not belong to our body. Amen. It wasn't a reason not to help people because they did not uh, join us in fellowship. We still were called to do what we were called to do. You know, you still have to do what God has called you to do, whether it's taking care of relatives, whether it's encouraging your children. And you may not always agree with their positions, but you still love them and you still encourage them. What I'm not going to do, pastor, is be a hypocrite because circumstances have happened. Amen. Amen. Now, uh, circumstances happen to everybody. You know, it rains on the good, the bad and the unbeliever. Amen. But there's not a reason for me not to do what God has called me to be. He didn't promise me that certain things were going to be like this. It was going to be like that. He told me it's all going to be worth it. Man of God, I say it. It has been worth it. Amen. It is worth it. Amen. And if next Sunday is the last time that I minister on the airways, I will do it in excellence. It's a great thing to do ministry on the radio. It's a great thing to do missions for God. Amen. And don't worry about the outcome. Because he said it will all be worth it in the end. You may not see your reward in this lifetime, but you're going to get a reward. Why? Because he says so, Pastor. Not because Sister Nina said it. Not because Pastor Terry said it. It's because he said it. Either you believe everything the Lord Jesus Christ says, or you believe none of it. That's right. I believe it, Pastor. Amen. I believe it as sure as I'm standing here, sitting here, and looking at you. I believe it. And I operate in that belief. Absolutely. So this experience has has given me more resolve. It's given me more a reason to go out there and save the lost at all costs. Because I want to be able to look at the Lord Jesus Christ and said, I believed you when you said that it was better to still go out for that loss than it was to have 99 Mm -hmm. that were fine. So. That's what I appreciate about you, Pastor. That's what you have demonstrated to me. You have not wasted anything that has happened to you, any kind of adversity that has happened to you. You have not wasted it. 
Matter of fact, I think uh, that's why I kind of like you because I like your spiritual hustle. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Uh, but I know that that comes with a team effort. That's you and Lady Desiree. Amen. You, you, you're not doing the spiritual hustle by yourself. Amen. Well, Not only do you have a wonderful wife, you have great children and you have great grandchildren. And I've even met a sibling or two. So I'm I'm a, I'm appreciative to that man of God. So I have thank to, you. Yeah, I have to, you know, uh, commend uh, my baby girl, Janelle, because she has pushed me when I was really sick, you know, and I was thinking, you know, that God was about to call me home. Mm-hmm. She kept pushing Dad, you got to get up. Amen. You got to move. Amen. You got to be active. Well, thank you, and, baby Jay. And she would say, you know, you need to do your ministry and then you need to do something for your physical health. You need to walk. You need to, you can't just sit here. If you sit here, you're just going to sit here and die. Amen. And she kept pushing and kept pushing and she's still doing that. You know, she's real pushy. But. That's a blessing, too, in she, disguise. She's pushy in a good way, Pastor. Absolutely. Absolutely. See, pushy and fussy are two different things. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, she has been a great encouragement. And yeah. I just wanted to acknowledge that, you know, I appreciate that they all have in some way tried to encourage me to get back to doing what has brought me the greatest fulfillment, mm-hmm. and that is ministering. Right. It's like you you were saying that it's too important. You could not misrepresent the kingdom no. by being a heretic. Because no. we got folks that'll say stuff because it sounds good, because they're trying to collect. Well, money is not my motivation. Right. And, and and that is really the message that I was trying to convey to the listening audience today is that this isn't about money when it comes to us, but it does take money to do what we're doing. We, this radio station does not survive off of air. No. Although the radio station is on the air. Amen. It doesn't survive off air. It takes funds. Well, this is a great community resource. People just don't know how blessed they are to have this in a community like Las Vegas. Amen. You know, there's a lot of things out there to stop people from or distract people from their spiritual care. And you have to say and realize that you are more spirit than you are a physical body. Amen. And that once your body dies, there's a part of you that's still going to live. It's called the soul. That's right. And you got to decide what your soul care is because it's perpetual. It's It does not end. It's eternal. So, Pastor, you know, we need to give the invitation today. We need to make sure that we allow people the opportunity if the Spirit is leading them. If there's anybody listening to this broadcast and you haven't made a genuine confession for Jesus Christ, go to Romans chapter 10, look at verses 9, 10, and 13. And this is what it says. If thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, 
and believe in thine heart that God raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart one uh, believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Verse 13 says, Whosoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. If you just pray and say, Lord Jesus, I know I'm a sinner, but I don't want to be anymore. I believe that you died and you rose from the dead. Be my Lord, my master. Most of all, be my savior. It's in your name I pray. You've just prayed to receive Christ and Amen. it has happened. Now you find a church that's teaching the word of God. You tell them that you've received Christ and you want to get baptized so that you can make a public announcement on who you've chosen to follow and then you can identify with the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ as you get baptized and you go down in the water. You go down in the water as a sinner and you come up resurrected, a new creation in Christ. Now it's symbolic when you get baptized, but when you pray, you've already done what's necessary to be saved. Well, we thank you for hanging out with us again and uh, we will be back next week. And we love you, and we're very grateful. And you know what? It's all been worth it. Amen. Because I know that God is a rewarder of those who seek him diligently. I know that. That's right. So that can be you. It could be your testimony. Serve him with all your heart. All your heart. All your heart. And if you give, give because you're a cheerful giver. Don't give under compulsion because that begrudgingly. is yeah, begrudgingly because that's that that's causing you know a curse. That doesn't come with a blessing. We love you and save the loss at all costs. God bless. It is our humble prayer that the Most High God of all creation and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ continues to bless you and yours without cease for tuning in today and supporting this great move of God with your generous donations. Save the Lost at All Costs is a Holy Spirit filled, live called in weekly radio ministry that has been airing since 2005 and serving in the greater Las Vegas community. We can be heard every Sunday at 3.02 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Las Vegas. Vegas's very own Christian Talk radio stations, 1060 AM and 100.1 FM. Also, you can listen to KKVV Christian Talk Radio anytime via your cell phone. Please dial 605-313-0630. Again, that number is 605-313-0630. That number only works in the United States. Also, we are audio and video streamed in real time during our live broadcast at www.kkvv.com and our website, www.savethelostlv.org. If you would like to re-listen to a previous broadcast at no charge, make an online secure donation, or learn more about our ministry, please visit our website at www.savethelostlv.org. If you prefer, you can mail in a donation. Address it to Save the Lost at All Cost, Inc., P.O. Box number 33. 5852 North Las Vegas 89033. Again, our P.O. Box number is 33. 
833-5852, North Las Vegas, 89033. All donations made to Save the Lost at All Costs, Inc. are 100% tax deductible. For more information, please feel free to call or text us at 702-219-6882. Again, 702-219-6882. We would like to thank you again. Remember to remain in Christ, stay prayed up, tune in, and don't forget to save the lost at all costs, no matter what.